<coughs> Hello and welcome to the Praying Hands Emoji Podcast uh, with your hosts, Old Drew Pod, Q, and Renato. Today, our guest will be Ali from East Hartford. Our musical guest is Sarah and myself, Arian. Today, we'll be looking back at 2015 and all of the things that happened in it. What did you call this episode, Renato? Look back at it, 2015. Look back at it. Look back at 2015, it. 2015, baby. 2015. Yeah, 2015. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a stupid fucking year. Yeah. Hey, what music? What music were you guys listening to this year? <laughs> a lot of rap, a lot of genres, and a lot of Bieber. Yeah, same. Yeah. All right, let's so start, start with, with music. music. Yeah. <laughs> Speak up. <laughs> I don't know. Was this a good year for music? I feel like it was a good year for music, at least for rap. I don't know about other shit, but I feel like it was a really good year for rap. There was a lot of good shit that came out. But what do you think overall about the year in music? I feel like after the drought of 2014, we kind of had a flood. <laughs> after the drought of 2014, we kind of had a flood this year. But um, there were some really hot ones. Yeah, <laughs> I did not listen to most of them, and a lot of them I listened to like once, and like, and I just wasn't feeling it. Like, I just listened to the Rick Ross album, and it was just like unforgettable. Jada Kisses too. I didn't even know. Jada Kisses is bad. Yeah. yeah, Jada Kisses is bad. This year was good. I like this yeah, year. It was, it was pretty good. Yeah. It's a lot of like, um, from I guess you could say like the bigger names in in music. Um, everyone dropped a quality tape, or for the most part, everyone dropped the tape, whether it was quality or not. Except you for Kanye, up, of course. Yeah, and Kanye. Which um, is one that probably everyone was looking forward to most. But I was more excited off of like. <clears throat> E40 Gus versus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. That's, <laughs> that's like Ali's thing. No, it's not. <laughs> I was more excited about the names that you really didn't know about in, in music. Um, For example? Oh, I have a list. Do you want me to go down the list? Yeah, I say you go down your list and we can argue about it or agree. So I'll go down the list of my most underappreciated projects of 2015. Vince Sable should be up there, right? He's in my best. He's not even underappreciated. He's just in my best. Yeah, he's pretty popular. Um, I'd say number one is Rat King, 700 Phil. Um, Number two is Tori Moi, Samantha, mixtape. Number three, I love McConan. I love McConan too. (laughs) Four, Dawn Richards, Blackheart. Wait, is that the girl, woman, Danity singer Kane. from Danity Kane? Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. that group sucked. Yeah, but she did. was good by her. She's good by herself. Five, Wretch, Wretchy P, Finesse the World. Six, Milo, So the Flies Don't Come. Seven, Tie Money, Cinco de Money. Eight, <laughs> RJ Wait, is and Tri- that? Tie Money. Is that different than Tie Dollar Signs? No, they have beef. He's different, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> is it over the trademark? Do we <laughs> He's from Chicago. He's, like, real nice. He's a nice guy? That should be a drive. He's a nice guy. He's, <laughs> nice with He's probably not a nice guy. Not Ty Dollar Signs isn't... He's like a nice guy. He seems like a pretty chill guy. <laughs> he may not say nice things, but he's a chill, he's a chill guy. Nine, I have Thundercat, The Beyond, Where the Giants Roam. And ten, I have Lil Uzi Vert. Who? Love is Rage. He's from DMV. He's from the DMV. You made up like half of this. <laughs> and honorable mention, I put Tory Lanez. So. Who does Retchy P's always feature on? Like, where have I seen his name before? Um, he's usually on Dash's stuff. Um, yeah. He's always on like the Ian Connor too, and yeah, Playboy Cardi, right? They, yeah, Playboy Cardi, yeah. But I'd say like Retchy's more. He's more like 
he has like a gravel voice where you can't even really hear <laughs> what he's talking about. Are these all on your Google folder? No, but I can put them all in there. Reggie has this great vine where he's in like. I think it's him. Oh, he's ignorant shit. Is that what you're talking about? He's in like a mad touristy place in New York, I want to say. And he's just like takes out this massive blunt. And he's just buying like selfies. He's always smoking this blunt. And there's all these old just white like, people, white behind people him, yeah. just looking at him. And they're definitely yeah. from like Ohio and shit. And they're like, what is happening? Yeah. It's great. If you really want to like. Find out who Richie is as a person. Just like follow him on Instagram. Yeah, he's pretty funny. Yeah. Pretty funny. Um, yeah, I think the cool thing about rap this year, at the very least, is that like a lot of diverse stuff came out. Like you know, Thug dropped like three albums. Yeah. Like um, Thug, I have in my top twenty three oh, times. <laughs> he dropped like four records this year. I don't think we could. Four, including the Drake year, one. So. Yeah, I don't even know what came out last year. I don't think I could do a top 10 yeah. from last year. There's a lot of I'm good I'm pretty stuff. sure I had one, but it was not as good as this year. It's no. not touching this year at all. Um, then, obviously, Staples' album was great. I've yeah. only heard, like, six albums, so, like, my top four is, like, not that. I feel like, though, like, you probably, like, if you were to say that the things that came out this year, it would feel like last year, but it would be like, like, it came out in, like, February. Like, like, Drake's album came out in, like, February, right? Well, that's how I like. Mixtape. Yeah, it was tape, February. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know there you go, mixtape. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But like, that's oh. how I differentiated between them all. Like, I didn't really listen to many albums more than two or three times, and it's just like the ones that I was able to revisit, and I was like, I need to revisit this. This is the one that's going on like the best top twenty for me. I don't even really <clears> listen <throat> to that Drake mixtape anymore. Now that I think about it. Yeah. So that's how you can determine whether like all this good music that came out this year. If you have to revisit it, yeah, like that should mean something this year, because like that's how I kind of skimmed them down. Hot take: I'll probably put Drake's up top. Number one for you? Yeah. Okay, hmm. that's fair. If our standard is replay value. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's true. That and like, um, what a time to be alive. Probably, I know those are like not like gonna be. Um. I like Vince's a lot too. That's probably up Vince's there. top five for me for yeah. sure. I put Earl's up there. Earl's is top five for me. Yeah, Earl's I haven't heard Earl's. Really good. Yeah. It was, it's really different. It's really dense and sad. It's a sad album. But Dark in album. like a, in like a good type of way, it's like a sad is like growth. It shows him just like maturing and stuff, which is cool. Um, and then like Tyler's album is just like oddly mixed. I don't know if you listen to that at all. Whose album? Tyler's. Yeah. Tyga. That's what I heard. <laughs> What's your favorite album? We should not talk about Tyga. Tyga. <laughs> <laughs> IDC, IDC, IDC. <laughs> Tyga, 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 Tyga. Yeah, Top five. Classic or trash? What? I'm surprised you didn't say Bieber. No, Bieber is <laughs> definitely. I mean, I, I mean to be honest, though, that, that was a really good album. It was yeah. a really good album. Yeah. You did a good job. He's back. I wasn't a believer before, but. So how's he back? Because I think other people were believers. And the intro and features him saying he's back like cook crack. And so there you go. That was a thing. Well, where is Joel's right now? Uh, I was going to say, Beaver definitely does not say that ever. <laughs> <laughs> and all the 12 year olds are like, yeah. I don't know. Is his audience still 12 year olds? I don't know. Nah. I think so. I, I think feel he's more, more like you. I feel like you're sure. more likely to like. Someone your age is more likely to like Bieber right now than a 12 year old. Well, like, I'm sure like the 12 year olds that started liking him when he was younger are now like, older. older. Yeah. <laughs> they just stayed <Right>. 12. <laughs> 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 yeah, because they probably like, grew up with him a little bit. 
You know, and the way like they're Kanye. Well, well, I was gonna say, I mean, I'm part of that age. More like our generation. That's probably the closest. Did you grow up with JB? That's scary, though. I think the closest thing is Justin Timberlake. Like we kind of grew up with him a little bit. He's a little bit older than us, but I still think like he went from being like a boy star, boy band star, and then like to a man, to like Senorita, and it was like cool. Now yeah. he's just like in when did when did he start like in sync? When was he in that group? Like sixteen, seventeen? Younger than that, yeah. maybe. No, really. Bieber no. started at like eleven. Yeah, Bieber was super young. <laughs> All right, what was your top album of 2015? Mine? Yeah. I don't really listen to much this year. That came out this year. It doesn't have to be hip hop. Yeah, it can be whatever. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm just trying to think. I'd probably have to go into my iPod. Allie, you got one? No, I don't. No one's mentioned Not a favorite? Yeah. Not a one that you just enjoy? That was enjoy. not that good of a record. I can't hear it because it's um, not on, online. Doesn't have to be best. Well, best, but like you know, it doesn't necessarily mean like. Like I think, right? To Paper Butterfly will probably be the record that, like, that's my number one in time, like from this this year. I think out of more than any other record that came out this year. Oh, you know what I was listening to a lot actually uh, in the fall was Black Messiah. That really came out this year? Well, it came out at like the very end. That counts. That counts. Of last year, but it was so it wasn't on like anyone's year end list because everyone comes out with them in like the beginning of December. So now like some people are including it here, but it's kind of like lost in that middle ground. But music just comes out so quickly that like it's impossible to keep up. You know, like the last couple weeks of this year would drop like Push's record drop. Another wiki record record job. What else? Like in the last two weeks alone, like three or four. Archie Marshall. Oh, people. King Cruel joint. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, it's like impossible oh, yeah. to keep up the stuff now. Ross's drop. What last month or was it this month? It was this month. This month. Yeah, 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 yeah. the album at least. Um. So like more specifically though, like I was, I was saying this to um, Q before, that like for me the best two like songs were. March Madness and All Right. And I feel like they're like connected and like they represent, like Shay Serrano was saying that All Right especially is like a timestamp. It's like a landmark. Like when you hear that, you can kind of like point back to like all the crazy stuff that happened this year. And like all the protests, things are going on in the Middle East, like Paris and like how things are just escalating with no end in sight. And that's just sort of like the radical optimism that you kind of need now to like live out here and like be successful and not get like dragged down by everything. And I felt like that was a pretty, pretty solid point, you know. It's talk about March Madness though. March Madness on the other side of things is like, it's also like a really shitty time. And sometimes you just gotta like get turned up because it's like, that's the only way you can deal with it. Like that's like what that song is for me. It's just like, you just kind of like rage away the, like the fear and the pain and the disappointment of everything that's going on. like. It's like two sides of the same coin for me. Like, you gotta have the optimism, and sometimes you need to just be able to like deal with shit and just like get it off your plate. And that's like what March Madness is to me. I don't know. <clears throat> I see the connection. I just don't know if everyone else does. You know, that's why when we talk about it. Yeah. Um, for for us, they're on the same spectrum because of the things you mentioned. But I don't think people look at March Madness on the same level or. Um, token is what they do for all right. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Though, have you guys seen the vines of LeBron dancing to it? 
<laughs> oh, there's yeah. like six of them, and they're yeah. all fantastic. <laughs> he loves that. It's like a full body high for him. Um. So those are those are your two top songs this year. I think those are the most important songs that came out. Are those your two favorite? I think yeah. I I don't know. It's like hard to say. I think that "Hello" by Adele was a dope song too, though. <laughs> I think that album was super mediocre, but that song itself was good. The album was okay. I didn't I didn't like the album it's after like, revisiting it. It's like, dude, how how is she, how is she so sad? She's so successful that like she's still talking about the same guy, right? Yeah. The guy in the well, video. Apparently, "Hello" is a song like she's not singing to a guy; she's singing to like her former self. That song is good, though. Um, That's what I heard. <laughs> what? I don't know. That's that's disappointing. I wish I didn't know that. Why? I know. I don't know. I just felt like I don't know. It felt like a like a really appropriate song for like reflecting on a past relationship. Well, I think she is, but yeah. it's like with herself. With herself. Yeah. She wrote this when she was twenty. No reflecting right? with yourself. <laughs> yeah, this, this was a couple years ago. Well, she was four years ago. Cause she's Dom's called twenty five. She's twenty seven. Oh, okay. So, so two years. Ago. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. How old was she when Twenty One came out? <laughs> Twenty three, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think though, like one of the things that like this year got like massively big, and this is like tangentially related to music, but like memes, like memes have just like absolutely taken over. And I think the the three, the two biggest things has just been like obviously the Drake and Meek Mill stuff, but Drake in general and like the Hotline Bling video and like how that became its own like little cottage industry. And John Karamanka, is that how you pronounce his name? Karamanka? Or Kar- yeah. yeah something like the that. New York Times guy wrote about how he's like, Drake is like a, a meme archivalist slash historian. Because he like made that video explicitly so it could be made into little vines, I feel like. Like there's no, there's like a video of him just dancing, like awkwardly. Like he knew that was going to happen. And that's pretty cool, honestly, in its own right. Most of everything that I follow on Instagram is just memes. Like meme based art. Yeah, like I don't even care what's going on. I like I like unfollowed pretty much everyone from Cheshire. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then DJ Khaled, of course. Right. Oh God. I think it's like you were saying uh, the other day. I think it's past its peak. I think with the Ciroc advertisements it's just kind of lost a little bit of its luster. I just noticed that he was drinking Wait, like is this green apple syrup no. with every yeah, meal yeah had. for breakfast <laughs> he had <laughs> apple syrup. Like either if he's, he's, some like, if this is the key to life then sign me up. <laughs> Does he get a check from Dove Soap? I don't think so. I think that was just like him being naked in a shower. <laughs> it's like I'm sure like Dove wasn't like listen just be naked and then just like rub your stuff with it. Like that's not going to sell Dove. I feel like you know the mind's but I do want a statue of a lion. <laughs> Which is probably not difficult to get. <laughs> I like, I Everyone see imports? That. Yeah, I see like I saw that. Uh, but he is a crazy person, but also amazing. And like he went to the Apple yeah. store yesterday. Yeah, he did. And everybody, everybody was just coming up to him and just like, and he, was, he seems like a really nice guy though. Like yeah. genuinely like a good yeah. dude. I know it's kind of weird like seeing people like, when he drives back, drives by on his jet ski, and like people are like yelling, like they don't want you to jet ski and stuff like that. Like, it's just kind of like I don't know. I don't really like it that much because I kind of liked Khaled existing in his own little world, and it's just like you get to like peek into it. But when like other people are like saying this kind of stuff, it's like all right, 
Yeah. Out a little bit. They're just saying it to repeat it. They're not really understanding like what he's well, trying yeah, to do. Well, yeah, they're just trying to like kind of buy it themselves into like that little like area. Um, but it's cool that like when people will come up to me at like Home Depot and be like, yo, you inspire me with your, like I'm a yeah. contractor and you inspire me with your tweets or snaps. Like that's like a crazy thing. Instead of just like repeating what they hear. Yeah. Um, but they're mad inspirational. Like The great. ones today were good. I haven't seen the ones today. Is it more hammock talk? When he was on the hammock, yeah. Hammock talk's great. That's another great series of his. Did he, did he like, water his plants today? Dude, yeah. I feel like every he, day. Well, that's yeah. my point. Like, I feel like success. he's yeah. just drowning those damn plants. That's I don't know how they're still alive. Like, it'll rain and you'll steal a lot of the yeah, fucking plants. Yeah. It's bizarre. Um, what's cool, though, too, is that, like, he's not trying too hard to do anything. Like, he's doing the same thing every single day. It's always, like, his feet... It's like, yo, bless up. Like, let's see what chef do you got to cook. And then it's just like, turkey bacon, egg whites, <laughs> like, water bottle. Keys to success. It's like every single day, but it's great every time you see it. You're like, I know it's coming. Um, I don't know. The hammock was a nice little change-up, though. You guys seen the hammock? Yeah. So was he, top. like, he's trying to preach, like, monotony or, like... <laughs> preach monotony? That'd be a weird ass thing to preach. Yeah. That's terrible wording on my part. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I know, but like repetition, yeah, like all of his stuff is about like consistency and like harassing your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Who just yeah. hates just hear her in the background, turn it off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. He just talks like today he was like one this morning was like you know what I don't get? People who make mistakes and blame <laughs> and blame distractions. I don't understand that. I'm like, wow, he doesn't get why people do that. That's that's crazy. I do that all the time. I constantly fuck up and like, fuck, it's this thing's fault. Like, he's just like on another plane with that shit. No, yeah, absolutely. The the fake deep things. He, what's another one? He was just like, learning is good, but knowing is better. It's <laughs> <laughs> meme. Like that's that's a meme in itself. That was me. My favorite thing though definitely was like the key to making history is make history. And like the first time I heard that, I'm like, that's stupid. But then I'm like, wait, like he's right. Like you just, he's got to make history. Who's the baseball player that said things like that? Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear, yeah. But his was just like actually wrong. Like he would say things that were like <laughs> objectively wrong. Like, I don't know. Wasn't it um, you that spoke on, um, you said I was like, he talks to Future, and Future was like, Khaled really does like say like inspirational things. Like his biggest yeah. thing is that he just like he really motivates you to like. I always wondered like how he was making his money. Like I was like, what? I he doesn't rap. He doesn't produce anything. I don't think like his things are always like produced by other people. But it's just like him, like DJ Khaled, <laughs> and then like that's it. But like I guess he's just like a super inspirational guy and like what he's talking what he was talking about is like future is like even when nothing is going on like he'll just inspire you like he'll be like yo like you gotta like you gotta do great things like it's in you it's like even if they're not making a record or something like he'll just come in and like just make you feel good about yourself and like want to keep achieving which like i assume i don't know i'd like to have someone like that in my life who's just constantly positive that'd be sweet Absolutely. Yeah. It though? I feel like we just validate each other's sadness. <laughs> See, I think we're the, 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 the sad boys very well. of Eastern. Yeah. Because I think a lot of our friends do that. <laughs> I think it's like a real, yeah. 
I don't think I want. If you like cried on one, I think I'd be like really sad. Like I think that would really like fuck me up. If I saw DJ Khaled cry. Yeah, I think if I saw him sad, that'd fuck me up. That'd make me uncomfortable. Uh, that would feel like some like 1984 shit. Like I feel like, like you would find out that it was all like a plot. Like somebody had been making to make these snaps to like distract us. Wait, from what? And then like he's gonna die because he started crying in one of them. Like, <laughs> what? what alternate universe is this that where he, when he gets killed because he started crying? Like no. someone's holding him hostage, making him make these Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's just one, like, like he snaps with like tears in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I never wanted to do this. <laughs> Let me tell you, my name is not Khalid. It's actually, I don't know, Mickey. John. Mickey. <laughs> Yo, he's actually Palestinian, which is sweet. Um, like, he might be the most famous Palestinian. Like, How come we don't shout out Palestine? Right? Yeah, shout out Palestine. Yeah. I mean, I think it's good, though, right now, though, is that there's a lot of good indie movies that come out because, like, um, since big studios aren't taking chances, like, indie movies are. Like, I just watched um, Tangerine the other day. And that was a movie that was shot entirely on an iPhone 5C. And it's about two trans women who are prostitutes. And they're not actors, actresses, sorry. And they just, like, they're just, like, not, they have no professional, like, previous experience. And they killed it. It was, like, a really interesting, like, half an hour long. And I have no idea how they did it. Um, like, Is this one about Marsha Johnson? Is it Miss Marsha no, Johnson? No, no. This is, like, a feature. Marsha. No, that's Stonewall. That's Stonewall. Right, but I thought Marshall Johnson wasn't in Stonewall. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, because they did it completely wrong. Because it's a bad movie. <laughs> um, no, this is just like a. It's just set in like California. It's just like a, like a like a story about these two trans sex workers, oh. and it's like a date, and it's really interesting because it's like I can't imagine the budget of it is that much. They just literally filmed it on a iPhone, and put it through like different filters or like had like one of those like lenses attached at the end of it, but. That's like, they can take those risks and it pays off so well for them because that movie got like 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like blowing up. Um, so, I don't know. I feel like, yeah. Like, I, I feel like that we're in a time right now where people don't want to be challenged because the world is so shitty. And people are like, I want to have entertainment to like not be, enter- you know, just to be entertained and not have to like. It's like a distraction. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. It's like, I feel like uh, it's just like what's presented to us now. It's like uh, there was an article in The Guardian about how uh, someone will write a script for a movie and then they'll send it to like, they'll either fire the writers or like, you know, just say like your job is done, you can leave. And then they'll have other writers come in and they'll just pretty much water down the script. You know, and, and they'll still attach like the original writer's names to the movie. You know, so even like something that's been completely changed, that writer will still be attached on the credits so you can say like oh from the writer of this movie is this but even though like they might have just completely overdone it is there anything else that is, is like you guys saw this year that you guys felt like it was worth mentioning even like live action shit like shit that happened in real life <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically like that shit with Steve Harvey, but like not that one because I don't want to talk about it. Live action shit, the Steve Harvey <laughs> shit. Was live <laughs> yeah, I don't really. Yeah, I said very. Um, yeah, this year kind of sucked. Honestly, well, yo, I don't know if it did. We just 
probably didn't watch. No, no, I mean just like the year as a whole sucked. I thought there was uh, a lot of good art that came out, but I feel like the year is fucking sucked. Yeah. Guys, this is our last full year with Obama. That's like pretty sad, honestly. Um, I don't think we'll ever. Is talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. We may never get another president like him in our lifetime. No, next year is our last full year with Obama. Yeah, because isn't this January twenty? Yeah, shit. We got one more year. One more year. Let's make it. Save it for next year. You already know he's gonna pardon Max B on like this January seventeenth. So he can't pardon Max. He can't. Because he he's it's not he's not in jail under federal. Oh my god. That sucks. Is it Max like what, like forty now? Max wasn't young when he went in. He was like thirty something. Max wasn't young when he started rapping. I recently saw a letter from Max B, so like, he's first, like asking for like people to sign his petition, and like it sounded really sad. I'm sure it probably is terrible. Yeah, if Lil Boosie though gets out, you know, maybe it's always possible. I don't Boosie's know. He's like, he's out, maybe. He's out. Yeah, he's out said. But I think like. Like if he could get out. I just heard Gucci on someone's album when I was just listening through. Yep. Like, is he out or not? He has made eighteen mixtapes since he's been yeah. in jail. Eighteen. Okay. Read this thing that Pigeons and Planes did on this guy named I think Sean something, which is terrible. I can't remember his name. Um, it's a great article, but it talks about like who runs the Twitter account for Gucci, um, and it's this Sean guy. And basically, he goes into jail, like, maybe to talk to Gucci, maybe two or three days out the week. And he'll just, like, play an instrumental form or something. And then Gucci would be like, oh, I want fucking riffraff on this. And then he'll reach out to riffraff and then, like, he'll put one of Gucci's old unreleased verses on there. And now it's a new track. And it's just like, they just do that all year. And then he just, like, he'll go in and play maybe 15 beats for him. And be like, oh, I want this, this, this on this mixtape. Drop it on this day. So like, Gucci's in jail, but he has like full control over what comes out. And the guys is basically just like copy and pasting old Gucci, unreleased Gucci verses onto beats. That's why you wow. hear like new Gucci verses, but like he's just not out. Oh yeah, I love the album or the mixtape cover for the new one that he's dropping soon. It's like he's dressed in like Santa Claus outfit, like climbing I out mean, of a sewer. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh man, Gucci. He's remained really relevant, you know, out of all those guys, like the older guys, like Waka's not that relevant anymore. But Gucci remains like important. He's also in Spring Breakers, which is still like a pretty baffling situation. Um, still haven't seen that movie. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good though. Nah, I thought it was really good. Yeah. I'm not, I think you're being sarcastic, and I'm I sh- not being sarcastic. Oh, okay. That's just my voice. Mm. All right, let's just go around and just talk about this next year. Like, what the fuck are y'all gonna do? Just you know, set some challenge yourself, and just like you know, I don't know. What about you, Renato? What's this next year look like for you? What What do you want it to look like? Um. I need to get that GPA back to where it was. I need to pass legislation to help, or to some substantial legislation to benefit undocumented immigrants in Connecticut. Um, maybe I have a couple parties. Yo, okay, edit this into back into 2015. Something about 2015, I don't have herpes. I had a oh, herpes yeah. scare, but I don't have herpes. So, 
Uh, and, <laughs> All right. An, an ex-girlfriend of mine who I cannot mention their name on a podcast uh, <laughs> texted me asking if I had any symptoms of things. Or, yeah, right, so it was, it was a mess. But anyway, basically she was like, yo, like, I have something, get tested. So I was like, fuck, like, and she, like, she stopped responding, so I didn't know what she had. So I'm going to, like, Planned Parenthood, and then Willimantic, Planned Parenthood is, like, behind a building, and they just have, like, this large awning that says Planned Parenthood. So I walk in the building, I go up to the lady with the scrubs, and I'm just like, you know, I, I don't have any shame in my game, so I just go in there. I'm like, you know what, this is Planned Parenthood, people do this all the time. I'm just going to come in here with my head held tight and just, like, be real. And then she was like, hi, and I was like, hi, can I make an appointment or be seen? And then she was like yeah uh what do you need an appointment for and i was like std testing and she was like sir this is a dental clinic planned parenthood <laughs> is next door and their waiting area is right next to the front desk so everybody starts staring at me and this lady starts laughing in my face like no, like no hesitation so i go next door but they don't do blood testing um for herpes so i had to go to yukon's health center and I got blood drawn, and like a week later, I found out I didn't have herpes, and I texted it to her. So, shout out to you. Oh my god. The <laughs> visual out. of you walking in and just <laughs> like so slamming your hands, like <laughs> STD testing. <laughs> yeah, oh man. Well, congratulations. Yeah, yeah congratulations. So, 2016, I'm gonna continue it to be herpes Maybe free. Maybe you'll get her up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. What Continues segment do you want us quest? to put that back into? <laughs> 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 Well, it's quiet, huh? We just say bye. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? Are we all just gonna say like we're in no. fucking kids' box? No, One, two, three. Bye. Goodbye. The Praying Hand Emoji podcast can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and the Commentist. You can also check out all the other podcasts on the Commentist.com. Oh. <laughs>